<laughs> it's good. Wins the game at the buzzer. I am not a role model. I learned it by watching you. Stay off the weed. Welcome back to High on Hoops. I'm Joseph. Uh, ready to come back with you with some NBA news with my buddy, Chris. Chris, how's it going? What's good? What's good? Just been watching basketball, smoking weed. That's what I do. That's my thing. Yes. Kind of your thing, too. That, kind of why we're here, I guess. That's our thing. It's kind of the podcast thing. That's kind of the theme here with High on Hoops. If you're not familiar, we smoke weed and talk basketball. Uh, you know, it's our favorite sport. And we I love like the high. way they dribble so. up and down the court. Yeah, there we go. Um, we did do a preseason power rankings of all the teams, but uh, I fucked it all up and didn't record most of it. So uh, that's my fault. Um, but we will be referencing those rankings uh, every every now and again. Uh, we'll just explain what we thought preseason, our thoughts on. Uh, the different teams definitely the start of the season has proven to have some surprise teams good and bad um but i did want to talk about the miami heat um warriors game that just aired yes chris quick thoughts on the game itself and the miami heat this season uh so miami looked Okay, they looked okay. I mean, Golden State didn't look great either. I know that um, Tyler left early with some type of eye injury, um, which which I think, you know, realistically, you know, I love Tyler – but he he's been a defensive liability. So I think it may have helped the team a little bit having him, uh, you know – left early i mean he's putting up points but you need somebody who's going to defend especially when you're playing against golden state so um jimmy's jimmy's jimmy he looks good uh you know it looks like um it looks like we could use more help from kyle although it seemed like he didn't have too bad a game um he started off kind of booty and then i think as the game progressed he definitely turned up the jets uh, when they knew they needed a bucket. Yeah, yeah. I want to kind of expand upon that Tyler thing you were saying because I actually think that's an interesting point. Uh, what you said about Tyler Hero, maybe possibly the starting lineup's been a big adjustment for him, right? It hasn't worked out the way that maybe they thought it would. And yeah, like you said, he's putting up buckets, but if you look at every game thus far, he's had pretty much a negative box minus score. Uh, the whole time, um, which means, like you said, he's getting eaten alive out there. And then you have now guys like Struess and Duncan getting more minutes in exchange for that, and that worked out pretty well. I thought this was actually a great comeback game uh, from Dunko. Yeah, thank thank God, because, I mean, he has, he has been shooting booty bricks pretty much since last <laughs> season. And we pay him so much money to do it. It's unreal. Was it like eighty million or some shit? Like it's it's it's, yeah yeah. It's like fifteen million a year for five years. It's an embarrassment of riches for not an embarrassment of talent. Like I I I like Duncan. Like he grew on me quick. But you know the guy is a one trick pony. Like he shoots he shoots the three and that's that's it. So if you're gonna shoot Uh, the three, you better you better fucking make it. 
I do think we need to give him more minutes. I think he is the best shooter on the team, honestly. Um, still, even with you guys like Max, it. you got to prove you're only the um, best shooter on the team when your when your percentage is the best. So, I think I think if you were to look at it, he probably would be um, right now. But let's see. Um, but we'll see how the season goes. I thought he played some good defense. He got some deflections on people. He did not rack up a bunch of fouls uh, like two minutes into the game. Uh, if you look at the the box minus, which you know always isn't always a great indicator, he had the second highest with uh, plus seventeen with twenty six minutes. And then interestingly enough, the person with the most was Gabe Vincent, uh, who only had like four points or something like that. But just because he got like eight rebounds, which was the most rebounds on the team, and he's a guard, so it's pretty crazy. So just to, uh, just to, to Gabe just Vincent. to just to touch touch on what we were talking about. He ranks fifth on the team uh, in three point percentage with a thirty six percent. So, and that's under that's under Tyler Hero, uh, Caleb Martin, Jimmy Butler, and Dwayne Dedman. Do you it? think? Do you actually? You actually think that Dwayne Dedman and Jimmy Butler are better shooters than Duncan Robinson from three? No, absolutely not. I think that Dwayne Dedman, especially not. I think that Jimmy's worked on his shot, and so you know, I think that. Jimmy, anything he Tyler does. Hero has been on it. I will say that Tyler Hero has been a great shooter this season. Yeah, he so has, but, but maybe that's not maybe gonna, Tyler's better than Duncan. That's but. not going to do anything when you're when you're giving up as many points as you're putting in. So. No, I agree. I was just referring to what you were saying about agreed, agreed. And I mean, he, I think that I think that Hero stepped into his own as a shooter, but I, you know, and and maybe I'm naive. But for me, you can only score off subpar defenses. That's that, and that that I think could be brought into question. What I was gonna say is, I for and again, call me naive, and I'm sure basketball players would have a different perspective. But defense to me seems like a it, it, like so shooting and and offensively and ball handling, all those all seem like talent. Things that people are sometimes born with, sometimes born without. But defense seems like something you can work on and build on, mm-hmm. and it's about being—it's right. about being aggressive and being a dog. And so, I just need to see more from Tyler. You know, like I mean, just stick with your man. You know, make him put make those shots contested. I'm not asking you to be Michael Jordan. I'm, you know, I'm 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 asking you to be a reasonable defender and not not fuck my team. That's it. Just don't fuck my team. Yeah. And I think the thing with defense too is it's a lot of it's a lot of um, cardio, right? You're like you're really working like well, a dog. Well, he's fucking young, so if he better he it better like figure he it out. Be. No, yeah, no, I mean for sure, but you know, just pointing it out. So um, a good win from the Miami Heat, but disappointing start overall for both teams. Really, Golden State seems to be struggling heavily. I believe they're three and five as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think – I think the, the automatic assumption is oh, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, and it's all you know toxic and really locker room. The interesting thing, I think, is that their defense has gone down from – you know, top in the league to they're, the worst they're, they're, the league. Rea- they're, they are really feeling some, some of the, some of the players they let go specifically GP three, in my opinion, on the defensive end. 
I was thinking about the, that's a, that's a good point, and we haven't even seen him play for Portland yet. So the, no. as good as Portland has been, I'm interested to see how much better they can be with him there. Yeah. And what I was going to point out actually though was that Mike Brown, who's now the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, was the defensive coordinator for uh, the Golden State Warriors. And I'm not saying that they necessarily need him, but, you know, it is an adjustment, right? Oh, it's a huge adjustment. I mean, you know, I think that Golden State, everybody, everybody wants to be so quick to talk about their shooting, which obviously you should. I mean, they're they're probably the best shooting team we've ever seen play the game. Um, but I think a lot of people forget that that also came with tenacious defense, and that's what helped them win a lot of those championships. And I'm not saying their defense isn't tenacious. I think maybe it needs more time to gel. Like you said, getting rid of the coach, uh, getting rid of some of those uh, key defensive players is going to take time to get over. Um, but I, they, they, they do need to pick it up defensively for, to, for them to stay my pick as the uh, champions of the league this year. So are you lofty on that pick now? Or do you think, hey, this too, is just it's too early. It'll be fine. It's too early. It's too early. Like, I think, I think if one thing, uh, if Golden State has shown us one thing, it's that they, they know how to, they know how to gel and bring a team together. And obviously a lot of the offseason um, antics as far as uh, Draymond and Jordan Poole. Like, the, the other thing I was going to mention is I've watched – a few of their games and those guys seem to be gelling on the court. So, you know, I mean, whatever's going on in the locker room, they're definitely at least, at least those two are keeping it there. Right. Um, specifically. Yeah, yeah, specifically. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I think it's too early and I think that it's kind of like, uh, you know, going into another sport is kind of just like w- with Tom Brady, you, he, you you expect him to do things and so it's just with golden state i have that same expectation you've done it so many times i can't i can't trust them to not do it until they prove it more on a more consistent basis so the other game that was airing simultaneously on tnt with the inside the nba crew was the brooklyn chicago game in brooklyn and in the third quarter, Brooklyn's up by 11 points, I believe, and they just fall apart. A lot of it being that Zach Levine just hit three threes in the fourth quarter and just had ice in his veins. Well, that defense um, is atrocious. That defense is yeah. awful. What did you see in their defense that you felt was particularly bad? Um, Everything. Honestly, like I think that I like so if I had to pinpoint one thing, it's just again, it's I, for me, it's effort like and I don't know, like they just they're just constructed poorly defensively. I don't know that they can I, I, I don't think against so against sharpshooters, they they can't defend the perimeter and against uh, against big guys, they they can't defend the interior. And so it's just. I mean, it's it's just a shit show, especially considering that pretty much the only mid-range shooter left is Demar Derozan. I mean, you're that's that's ninety percent of shots in the NBA. You're you're either talking about in the paint or perimeter, and if you can't defend either, or if you're not showing the willingness to defend either, it's a huge problem. Yeah, 
Um, and they didn't even score a whole lot. Kyrie Irving had a horrible game. Uh, he only scored four points. He was two of 12. Um, Jewish people everywhere are celebrating uh, their demise right now, I'm sure. Um, the big headline with Brooklyn today was Steve Nash getting fired. This was their first game without him. They still didn't win. I don't think Nash was a great coach. Uh, I actually thought this was a good move by them. And I do think that they have a team like this team. This Something like this team almost beat the Bucks to get into the Eastern Conference Finals like, what, two seasons ago? Yeah. And it was because KD had his foot on the line or whatever. So, you know, there's something here. I don't think it's all lost. Um, what do you think about the rumors of Ime Adoka coming in? Um, so, so I guess you just gotta hope he doesn't go in there and then fuck somebody's wife. Like, I mean, that's the main thing because he's, (laughs) he's proven to be a good coach. Uh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't, you know, thankfully he hasn't done anything with fucking kids yet. So just hide your wife for the time being and, you know, and, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't fuck her, I guess. Like, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just, so a, a couple things like I think that this is just this this is just a weird situation all around. So it, it was apparently it was from from the reports it was an amicable firing which which I don't I don't fucking understand that phrasing. Like you're you're either fired or you're not. You're not fired amicably. You can amicably agree to no longer coach the team. And you can you can part ways, but being fired, you're just you're just fired. Like I've been fired before. They don't. It's not an amicable thing. Like it's so, so that's kind of fucking weird. And then you know, as far as Ime Udoka dating back to uh, when this first came out, what like a month ago, maybe two months ago, tops. Like they, I just there hasn't they haven't released really any information it's very been very internal and so it's just like i don't like i apparently so and you'll have to check me on this he didn't violate any league policy he just violated the team policy um in boston correct right okay yeah so yeah i I believe it's just with boston that yeah there's just no intermingling at all yeah yeah it's just fucking it's just weird it's just weird you know like i mean i mean good team policy like hey please don't fuck my wife um but i guess bad execution (laughs) on the policy maybe they didn't have it spelled out that clearly in the contract i mean that's that's the other thing too i do want to i do want to see the legal terms uh, correct yeah exactly i want to see the phrasing of the document like is there is there even anything about you know fucking somebody else's wife (laughs) like in like i just want to see if not ime adoka has a case here he has a case he has a case and honestly too it's i think i think um you know boston's boston came out hot but i do think it's going to be it's going to show down the stretch um he was he just really he really pulled that team together and he i think he got the most out of them that i've seen um you know in yeah. any coach, in any and coach that's coached them, and their and and their defensive rating has gone down without him, even though they're still doing pretty good. Um, and this would be a good pairing with the Nets and Ime. I feel like he would command respect from even someone like Kyrie, and he's 
already proven himself to be somebody who can change things very quickly on a team. This seems like a lot of headlines on one team for me. Uh, it just seems like a lot of noise. Yeah. They could definitely be a very good team, but I, I don't know if this is their season. I feel like this Nash move should have kind of happened in the off season. Um, already. Yeah. I mean, I if, you're, if you're going to, if you're going to know do what it, they didn't know it, about yeah. him as a coach. Well, and that's, and that's know, and, based off seven games. No, I, like you go through training. I get seven games and everything, but you go through training camps. You do all these things with a new coach that are just, I just don't understand. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I don't I like I'm 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 right there with you. Like it's it, if you fire him after 7 games, then there is there is no one that can tell me that you hadn't thought about firing him before the season started. Otherwise right. otherwise you would exactly. have given him a longer chance. So, if you thought about it before the season started, you should have you should have done it before the season started and give these times got give these guys time to adjust to a new coach to a new system if there is one i mean it's it was it's it it is another another poor decision by the brooklyn nets and especially compounded by the fact that kd specifically wanted you to fire him (laughs) that was his like request like and, and you didn't acquiesce to it, and then he wanted to leave, and just it seems like the Nets have not handled this well at all. No, for so sure. As soon as put it lightly, and KD he had requested a trade in the off season. As soon as as soon as he made that statement and said, "Oh, I'm going to try to make it work in Brooklyn or whatever the fuck the statement was," like you, that's the point where you let Steve Nash go because. Regardless of anything, a guy—it's not going to work either. Either way, I, I don't—I don't know who would hold more disdain, the player or the coach, in this in this situation. But there's disdain on both ends, and I think at best, it's it's a roll of the dice to see if even one of them would be able to let their guard down in that situation. Which I think it was again a, just a just a poor decision. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's clear that uh, to me that Nash wasn't ready for this. I mean, you're two and six in the season with two of the greatest players of all time. Um, yeah. So, um, and Joe Harris is back. So they have that. Um, so <laughs> on this week's edition of Dank or Mids, Chris, I want to go through some teams with you that have had a good start so far, right? And I want you to tell me, do you think that this hot start that they're on is dank? Uh, as in, like, good weed? As in, is this sustainable for this team, uh, the quality that they're playing at? Or is it mids? Are they really not doing anything? You got it? I think I, I, think I understand the rules. Sorry, I had to, uh, I'm going to take a sip of my water before I light my joint, so. Yes. Okay, so if they're dank, that means you think they're going to be a good team through the rest of the season. If they're mids, you think that this is just a hot start and they'll flame out. Okay? Yeah, yeah, um, fluky. So, fluky. So, yes, yes, they'll come back down to earth, as they say. Yeah. So, the first team, the Utah Jazz. <laughs> they are 6-2 and two to start the season. Chris, are the Utah Jazz dank or mids? Mids, mids, uh, wah, wah, wah. mid, mids, 
and and you know i'm sure this is going to be a running segment so you know and it's 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 the opposite of golden state is like i mean listen i love the heart that they're playing with they seem like they're playing real team basketball which i think has gotten them most of their wins um but at a certain point once all these teams start to gel uh i think that the you know the names that you recognize on the back of the jerseys are going to are going to more often than not take care of business in games with teams like the jazz and specifically the jazz so sticking with mids not smoking it yeah i man i this is tough for me honestly um because i i there's part of me that agrees with you where like the talent should rise to the top um the cream always rises the cream always rises. i feel like i feel like mike conley has always been on these he's always led these types of teams like the grizzlies um back in the day with uh zach randolph and um I just think that, like, he's been on these good underrated teams where he's, like, the main point guard. And this is, like, the kind of same thing that's going on here. Uh, We're seeing Jordan Clarkson really step up in his starting role. And he's always been a bucket, right? Like, we always knew that. Yeah. Um, Lowry Markinen has, like, taken a huge leap in quality as a player, uh, which is astounding. Uh, our boy Kelly Olynyk has been like four for four on clutch shots Fucking at the end Kelly of the game. Kelly Olynyk, dude, unreal. Um, yeah. So I, the Kelly Olynyk thing has to come back down to earth for sure. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> like, mean, I mean, I like, mean, like, it, it better. It if history's better. any indication. Um, but um, oh my gosh, I I will say that this is mids. Um, but reluctantly, I do like this team a lot. They're a really fun team because uh, they're just so weird to have like a bunch of power forwards out there like that being the people you run your offense through. Um, but And they play with a lot of heart. And Taylor Horton Tucker has been good too off the bench. Um, but I don't necessarily know if this is what the Jazz wants. Uh, yeah. Maybe they will say to themselves if they win enough games, maybe they'll be like, huh, maybe there's something here. Like after 20 games or so. Um, so hopefully they can continue on that for these guys' sake and maybe build around this new team. But it seems like they wanted to go into the Wembaya sweepstakes going into the season. I mean, so, 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 and, and, you know, I, I don't have to say this to you, but you know, we're, we're big ball heads here. So I just want to go ahead and we'll let, I'm going to go ahead and get down to the specifics of why I think this is, this is fluky. So, Kelly Olynyk is 57% from three. Like, that is that is not a sustainable number. There is no fucking way that Kelly fucking long hair, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer looking Olynyk is going to fucking maintain anywhere near. I He is. There's no way he breaks 40. Kelly Olynyk does not look like Jeffrey Dahmer. He looks uglier. <laughs> I like I like Kelly. Don't get me wrong. I like Kelly, but and like, but like, oh. you put some glasses on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you give him the. You, 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 he's just trying to take some pictures hey, vibe. Like, I think it could totally. When you make when you make that much money, it doesn't matter what you look like. Oh, I totally agree. When you make that much money, you know they're gonna take they're gonna take the pictures regardless. Like the you know yeah. they'll go back. They'll take the pictures. You can cook yeah. them up. Uh, but to counter to counter your point, uh, somebody like Lowry Markinen is only shooting thirty percent 
from three, and he's usually a much better three-point shooter. So maybe if he rises back to, you know what I mean? Uh, Sexton has not been like what he has been either, and if he can kind of get back to that, work himself back into it, uh, man, this is this is tough a dink mids for me, but I'll stick with I'll stick with mids. You gonna stick with mids? Okay. All right. Next 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 sack. Next 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 sack. up, the San Antonio Spurs. Dank or mids, Chris? Is there like anything in between that I can go with? Like no. Then I'm gonna go. Then I'm gonna go That's, with mids. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go with mids. I think, and for the same reason now. I'm more hesitant in this situation because I, you know, Pop is one of the best coaches of all time, and I do think they have a good young team. But I think that team is still too young to, too young to do anything of notice except for um, play better than people expected them to. To be honest right. with you, so yeah, I mean. Um, I'm going to yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go with mids on this one. I'm gonna go with mids as well. Something I didn't flag up with the Jazz thing either um, that I think is going on with the Spurs as well is these guys are playing because they think they're gonna get sold off somewhere, right? Um, so that's that's what they're thinking. Uh, they want to get traded somewhere good or get a lot of money. Um, so. And they know that these teams might be the type of teams who, after 20 games or so, say, okay, we're going to try to sell off this team and, and see what we can get. Yeah. Um, so that could be factoring into why they're playing so damn hard and everything. Um, but who knows? You know what I mean? You can never doubt Pop too much. And are they maybe better without Deshaun Terry Murray? I don't know. Uh, that's a different discussion. Uh, that's a different discussion. Who said that? So the last, Did you say that? The last, yeah. The last Danker mids I wanted to mention um, is going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they have started 5-1 and one on the season. Chris, is this Dank or mids? And when I say Dank, I... I mean, are they going to be a contender? It's dank. It's dank, bro. The it's Cavs, dank. The Cavs are, the, it's dank, man. <laughs> I am I am looking at it. I am taking a big whiff, and it smells dank, bro. Like, honestly, like this, they, they're built, they're built young, but they're built good. I think, um, I think when you talk about, a team, you know, who showed you more than they were worth last year, and then you add a piece like Donovan Mitchell, who, oh, by the way, is averaging 32 points a game. Um, Jesus. Like, it is, it is, I think this team is undeniable. Kevin Love has, you know, Kevin Love came back. Yeah, 29 points the other night. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man, and I think that, you know, you, you do have a guy like Kevin Love who does have – you know, extended playoff experience and has has won a championship. I I think I'm I'm saying it's dank. Dank. He's saying dank, ladies and gentlemen. I agree, Chris. Honestly, I think these guys are this year's Eastern Conference champions. I know that the <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks are six and zero, and they are huge threats to win, and they still have Giannis. Uh, but Chris Milton's coming back from an injury. 
there's a lot of older guys on that team. I don't know if they can sustain like a whole season. The Cavaliers literally have everything I think you think about when you think about championship caliber teams. They have two guys in Darius Garland when he gets back and Donovan Mitchell who can get a bucket on a moment's notice. They have great defense with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen there to clean up any mistakes. Like, their starting lineup is pretty stacked. Uh, Karis LeVert is not the most consistent offensive player, but he's good on defense. Um, he had 41 points the other night, which was crazy. Um, and, yeah, I, I think they have depth. Like, Ricky Rubio is going to come back. They have everything you need, I think. Dude, they're going to be tough. I don't know about the Eastern Conference champions. I think they're going to be maybe maybe a fourth seed but they're they're dude they're they're a tough team and they're a young team and i think that those the mixture of the two um is going to have them outlasting teams um you know when when we do go down the stretch you know at the end of the season but i yeah i i I gotta stick with fourth seed like there's in my opinion there's just yeah i mean the milwaukee bucks um, the Boston Celtics, and, you know, I think the Sixers are going to come around, and I think the Heat are going to come around. Like, so I, I don't think the Sixers are going to come around, and I don't think, like, I don't think they have as much depth as the Cavaliers. I really don't. I think they might, they maybe have, like, a better starting lineup, but even that's arguable. Um, I think the Heat... We'll turn it around, but only if they have a trade. Like, I don't see us winning the Eastern Conference if we don't have, like, if we don't get at least a real power. Not as, not as currently constructed, no. Yeah, yeah. And that's pending with all these teams. I'm saying as presently constructed, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers have, other than maybe the Bucks, may probably have the best team, like, all around. Yeah, I mean, so again, though, like I guess the Celtics I just, too. I mean, there's just I'm, there's just so many, like, so I just have to, and again, like I think they're a good team, and I think that they're going to be a problem in the playoffs. But I just have to, I, I like looking looking at the conference. I ha- there's no way that I can that I can put all like all the other contenders just, like just. I, just think about how much better they're going to play with Darius Garland, too, though. Like, I, I just feel like that backcourt is going to be unstoppable, like, offensively. It's it's like, going to it's gonna be tough, and they have depth. And they already like, have, like, like, the best, like, differential, I'm looking at it right now, out of every team. I, like, and it's early and everything like that. I get all that, but, man, they, they look tough. I agree. They're, the, like... In my opinion, they have like an all like four all stars pretty much in their starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, listen. I, I, it's, it's, it's nuts. Like they're, they're a good team. I think that they're probably I'd put them top five as far as depth goes. Like I think that they're going to be a major problem. Um, yeah, I, I, I give them the fourth seed, and I think that they're going to they. Now they may make they may make the conference championships, but I, I, I can't crown them conference champions yeah I, I think they have everything they need i think they have a great coach um and i think they're they're young too there's not like a lot of like older guys on that team which is what i kind of see with the bucks um the celtics i think will be a problem as well they could def like any of those three teams though i think i don't think the sixers 
I, I don't like what I'm seeing. And I just don't think that Doc Rivers, like, everybody just bitches about him on their subreddit. Dude, Tyrese, um, Tyrese Maxey is a motherfucking dog. Like, that, that kid, he's pretty, that kid is, he is so fast. Real. I think, and I think, I don't know if it was the episode we lost, but I think I specifically mentioned if he, I think he's one of the, I, I, for me, he's one of the fastest, he's one of the fastest up and down the court players and one of the fastest players with, accuracy driving to the basket and i said specifically i think if he gets his shot down he's going to be one of the most dangerous players in the league and i mean again small sample size but from what he's shown he's shown he's shown he at least has that ceiling whether he reaches it or not it's 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 i think is up to him and up to the team and up to the kind of control and control himself at that pace a little bit better i think he'll definitely uh become that type of player he's I th- I'd say the only person faster than him is maybe like De'Aaron Fox or someone like that. Um, but, okay, so that was Dink or Mids for this week. Um, the Lakers, Chris, finally won their first game of the season. Um, you know, I want to give a little bit of a shout-out to Darvin Ham because, not because they won the game, because, you know, they were bound to win one eventually, and yeah. their record is terrible. Um, Awful team. But... Uh, one in five, but their defensive rating has, they're the number four defense in the league. Um, so good on him for that. The, the, and honestly, the problem is that their offense is like historically it's terrible. It's so <laughs> bad. It is so yeah. bad, dude. Like, I yeah. mean, it is, I didn't know an NBA team could shoot this bad in 2022. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like I, so yeah. I mean, listen, like a couple things I want to touch on on that first win. Did you see the celebration? No, I didn't know. Oh, my God, dude. It is. I mean, I can't like and I get it. Darvin Ham, you know, I'm happy for him, too. Like, he seems like a good guy. Oh, like in the locker room. Oh, did you see the locker room? set, Dude, if you have not seen a video of that, please do us both a favor and, and just go ahead and unwrap unwrap yeah. that one real quick for your eyes, because yeah. it is like I've never seen a team. Do you think Kobe Bryant would have done that? Like I think, like, I think I think I think I think Kobe Bryant I think coach, Kobe Bryant so would have walked. I guess it complicates it. Oh, dude, listen! I think he would have walked in the locker room and been disgusted by the sight <laughs> of a five and one team or or one and five. I apologize, one and five at that time. Yeah. I think celebrating. Yeah, 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 celebrating like that, dude. It is. It it. it <laughs> I've ne- that was probably bigger than any LeBron James championship celebrate i i think all he needed to do was go dolphin this is for you like and and it would have yeah. equaled out to you know the 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 cleveland celebration but like dude Shades it was of- just it's just it's just atrocious like and, and like for me and again like Shit. i'm sure there's gonna be people jumping down my throat the, you know the five people who listen but like i like it is <laughs> it is like there's no way that you can that you can cultivate a winning atmosphere in that type of environment when celebrating like like there's no way like i just i don't i don't like i don't know how you keep a competitive edge when you're celebrating your first win on a 1 in 5 record dumping water on the coach like what are we doing man like i <laughs> with the best player in the league on your team like i just don't understand it you know maybe i never will but like it's i don't know i don't think i mean that team 
that team's not going to make the playoffs. No way. No way. There's and 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 I'll go one step further. I'll go one step further. I don't think there's a move that they can make that would like no. I don't think that they have enough draft picks to to get somebody good. Like I don't think that there's a move that they can make because it's yeah. only one. It, it's only one person. You're not getting. You're not getting a couple guys. Like I don't think that there's anything that they can do to make to even put them in contention as as a playoff team. Like and I'm I'm. I am planting my foot in the dirt at this point. You are right. Just based on, I'm looking at their whole roster right now, and there just seems to be like, man, did the Heat get off with Kendrick Nunn or what? Because he is not playing good. Um, And yeah, I think Lonnie Walker's like their fourth or third best player. Austin Reeves has not really been that good. Um, And he just gets eaten up alive on defense. Um. Yeah, th- there's just too many problems all around, bro. This team, bro. And... This team is like the McRib, bro. They're on the fail. They're on the farewell tour, dude. Like they're. It dude, is, you need, it, and and Anthony Davis is like like every game, man. Like, and I feel bad, but man, it's like. I mean, he's, he's, he's so so so. Like, listen, listen, like, listen. Like, and he's like talking about playing and he's getting hurt, and it's just like, dude, like. This is a problem. Like, you need to get rid of this guy. Anthony Davis is a great player. And, and you know, listen, like, you and I, like, we're not going to hold any punches here. You and I have called him Anthony Street Clothes Davis for a long time. And yes. that's because, and that's Thank because, you, and that's because all he does is get injured at the, at the beginning of the season and then... Either he gets injured at the beginning of the season, and then by the time he comes back, he doesn't have enough time to rebuild the continuity with his team. Uh, and and everything I'm saying right now, keep in mind that the 2020 championship was a Mickey Mouse fluke, so that doesn't count. Oh. Mickey Mouse fluke. Mickey Mouse fluke. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Doesn't count. Um but yeah, I mean, like it's just. What about the Miami Heat making the finals? Was that a fluke? Listen, like I mean, it's if 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 the team winning the finals is a fluke, then the team making the finals was probably a little bit of a fluke. Like, hey, listen, like oh, I don't I, I listen. You. I know it's I sad. You. I know. I, I hate to I hate to say it too, but like, li, li, I dude, I and this is this is this is a hot take. This is an argument for a different day. There's but a, I disagree yeah, there's with you a, it is, it is. But let me say one thing. There's a reason. There's a reason why everybody says, "Oh, we dealt with different difficulties, bro." Everybody was in a hotel room smoking weed and getting fucked by like the same girl. Like that's those were the different difficulties. Like there's like I think there's like this. So one, you're saying it's the same? No, I, I mean, par, yeah, partially, except for being trapped at Disney World. Okay, then gotta how's be, it, it's got to be mentally it inferior. It's got to be mentally taxing. Well, they have, they also had to sneak girls in, which I don't think that's a normal thing for them. They just <laughs> I hate you. All right, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, did you have anything else that you wanted to flag up? Um, did you want? Oh, your uh, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, Portland. Uh, yeah, I was surprised you didn't add them on the uh, Danker mids. Um, yeah, yeah. So, do, what do you want to say? Do you want to say uh, Danker Mids on Portland? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Dank. I'm gonna say Dank. I think I think Portland. I think Portland is 
a good enough team with Damian Lillard to probably grab somewhere between the sixth through the eighth seed and then be a problem come playoff time. That may be a team you may want to watch out for. I think for. they could even get the top six. They, they could. They could. And that may be a team, too, that you might want to watch out for come trade deadline because I do feel like, especially if they – and I don't think they're going to keep this pace. Don't get me wrong, but I do think that they're going to they're going to keep enough pace to make the playoffs. And come 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 the All Star break. They, what do they need though? I mean, I would say I would say I would say another scorer. I would say another scorer. You want to like you? I listen. Dame is Dame is a bucket, but he can't be he can't be your only bucket. Anthony Simons is pretty solid as well um but i think he still has to get his legs under him so uh, honestly i would say i would say a, a veteran shooter a veteran shooter a veteran shooter he says a veteran shooter so. i say so we'll see uh what's going on with portland chris did you have anything else to say about the world of the mm-hmm. nba today or the you know the world of uh weed um yeah bro um so uh it's been it's been a good season so far um i think that it has been it's been interesting seeing what teams have like not started off that well like uh that you expected to do well like the 76ers too we didn't really talk about them um, but you know, they're, they've just got back to 500. They weren't doing too hot. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I just like, I just like the surprises. Like obviously again, small sample size, but it's good to see, it's good to see some of these teams come out and, and show that they are. And I do think a lot of it is, you know, like you said, they're playing, they're playing, they're playing for auditions pretty much for other teams but i mean it makes for interesting basketball and uh you know that's what we're here for so yeah it, it, it's it's all it's all good stuff um and yeah that was another episode of high on hoops this week um guys keep smoking in the free world uh chris what do you have to say to our lovely viewers uh r.i.p uh r.i.p takeoff um that shit was I said shit. viewers. I should have said listeners. No, oh, sorry. I, I interrupted your eulogy. God damn it. No, that shit was... I mean, all, all I was going to say is that shit was super sad. I, you know, like, nobody nobody should be shot playing dice. Houston's, Houston's rough, so... That's um, that's so fucked. Yeah, dude. I was it's pretty, I was like, pre- pre- pretty rough. And he and, you know, I know, I know it was more... Uh, I know it was more uh, Quavo who... You know he comes to a lot of the NBA events. I think he's played in a couple of the yeah, um, right. a couple of a couple of the uh, celebrity All Star games and stuff. But yeah, um, he's all he's big Atlanta Hawks guy. Yeah, as 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 the stories unravel, you know, I mean, one thing that a lot of people are saying is he wouldn't have you know um, Quavo wouldn't have even started rapping or taking rap seriously without Takeoff. So I mean, they're probably one of the most influential rap groups um, of our of of the modern day i would say and so yeah i mean real sad and yeah um just everybody stay safe out there yeah definitely a big um you know figure uh, in the nba world as well a lot of people were uh tweeting about it uh like trey young um so yeah 
Uh, thank you for flagging that up. Um, and yeah, that was another episode of High on Hoops. Uh, we'll be back with you guys soon to uh, recap what's happened in uh, the NBA. And, you know, we'll be high when we're doing we're gonna it. We're going to be so, so high. Yeah. Maybe we'll get even higher. You're going to get so much higher. I don't think I got that high this episode. I just kind of hit the ball a couple times. Oh, I got like I got like four joints in, so. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, dude. Fucking, come on, man. It's high man. on hoops. It's not so like. So, do you like, do you not just hit bu- on it when I'm talking? Yeah, I light, yeah, light it, and then like I hit it, and you talk, and then I talk a little bit. I hit it again. No, dude. It's, yeah. it's a good, it's, the joints are the way to it's go. It's a thing. Okay. Well, all right. So take it easy, guys. All right. Take it easy.